If you're into designer furniture and you want the sofa that broke the internet, you don't have to go broke to get it. Because Designer Looks Furniture has all the same styles and trends and all the quality, but without the designer prices. Check them out. Designer Looks at Value City Furniture or designerlooks.com. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that... That's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Rumkey is hiring CDL drivers age 19 and up, and drivers are paid based on experience. Rumkey CDL drivers earn $1,000 to $1,300 per week and more than $10,000 in bonuses possible in their first year. Rumkey drivers are home daily, work in a recession-resistant industry, receive great benefits and performance incentives. Start a lucrative career and apply now at rumkeycareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. From coast to coast and around the world, you're going online. With Bill Alexander. Online with Bill Alexander is a guest-driven program where the topics are diverse and entertaining. Laugh and learn while you listen to one of the best hours of online radio around. Online with Bill Alexander. Hi everyone, yours truly, William Eric Alexander. All my friends call me Bill, and you're online with Bill Alexander. Here on WMCK.FM, McKeesport, and a new station we're uh, ushering in this weekend, WLDJ 107.5 FM, Newcastle. Hall of Fame Music Radio, you can find them at HOFMRadio.com. And of course, we're streaming at ITalkNet.com. Well, the last two weeks we've been talking from a equity stage manager, we talked to a therapist, we talked to a newsman, we talked to a, another therapist, and tonight we're going to talk to a performer and entertainer about what's going on in their world with the whole idea of the coronavirus, COVID-19. And we're going to be talking with Tony Pace this evening. Let's say hi to Tony right now. Tony, how are you doing this evening? Bill, I am doing awesome. How are you today? I'm doing real good. Uh, being in uh, quarantine here in the state of Pennsylvania, not able to go too, too much, but Luckily enough, I've been keeping busy and uh, <laughs> entertaining myself, I should say. Well, I think that's what um, uh, I'm seeing an enormous amount of that out there. A lot of my fellow entertainers are uh, taking to the airwaves uh, from Facebook and uh, everything else, putting on shows, right. virtual. So, um, unfortunately, we've all lost work along the way, so we just uh, retool and uh, reconfigure. So uh, before we went on this evening, I was talking to you about when you found out about the whole the whole pandemic that we're dealing with here in the United States and the rest of the world. And um, when was the last time you actually performed? Um, my last performance was on a cruise ship. I was on a um, seaborne um, cruise ship in um, in the Caribbean on March. Uh, I came off the ship around March seventh. Okay. And whenever you were on the ship, were you following what was going on in the rest of the world about the whole uh, uh, pandemic? Yeah, in actual fact, I've been following it uh, even before that. Um, I was privy to and got information from a friend of mine who was out of Vietnam. And um, they or he sent me uh, an incredible amount of information right from the get-go. Okay. And so I was just way. So, um, did you think it was going to get as big as it did here in the United States, or did you think the states were going to be able to control it? No, I, I, I um, the projections that I was seeing, we're not even close to them right now. Right. Because right so, as of this morning or this afternoon, the United States has more cases of the uh, COVID nineteen virus than. Italy and China. Yeah, we've um, pretty much taken the lead right now, um, and uh, uh, from we've taken the lead from over China, 
So we're we're number one right now. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. that's, this is not what we were in the one want to be. As you have people standing out there yelling USA, USA. Yeah, we do not want to be number yeah, one no. in this. Um, so you haven't performed since March seventh, which has been what uh, 19, 20 days. And how is that Correct. affecting your life right now? Well, uh, I, I think. When I came off the cruise, um, I was actually supposed to be joining some other cruises as well as uh, I had other uh, shows that were scheduled um, and pretty much were canceled right off the bat. When I came off, uh, I was told that I could not. Uh, they were they were the, the cruise lines were scrambling and to keep everybody safe. Right. And uh, I was told that um, I could not join another cruise ship until I spent 14 days on land. uh, And then I could join another cruise ship, which, you know, it was uh, one of those things where it didn't make sense to me. But I understand they they were trying to uh, keep everybody safe. And then from there, uh, pretty much right now, all of my work uh, up till August 1st is canceled wow because um my my uh my son my oldest son is a a theater major at the local university and he actually had a production opening tonight that has been canceled and he has auditions they're supposed to have auditions for another um performance that's going to be happening in the region um this summer and they're worried about even being able to do auditions because of the uh, quarantine that's going on now of course they're going to be able to do some stuff online but how do you rehearse whenever you're working with a group of people? How do you do that online? Well, it, it can be done. Um, and I think the aspects of what is happening right now, uh, somebody asked me what the, you know, we want to see what it, uh, going back to the norm. When are we going to go back to normal? And what people have to understand is uh, we are not yet uh, privy to what will be normal. Um, and um, it's going to be a very interesting change of how we uh, how we work, how we interact uh, for a period of time. Um, what I think is um, odd is, and the majority, actually, all of us for the most part has never have never experienced something like that, like this before. Yeah. And again, like you said, trying trying to recreate that norm on how to do it. And in this area, over the last weekend, no one was taking it seriously. We were under under uh, state um, mandates to stay in the house and everything else, and we still had people congregating with each other. They were yeah. going to state parks. They were doing things. And not until the case numbers of the virus hit where I'm at right now, people weren't taking it seriously. Now we have people that have died and now all these red flags have gone up. And it's like, if you would have taken this seriously a week and a half ago, we may not have had these deaths that we're dealing with right now. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is possible. Uh, but the probability isn't, isn't that, um, I've been on the phone on a daily basis with people and relatives in Italy uh, that are from uh, from Milan all the way down to um, Naples, and uh, they uh, didn't take it seriously. I've got physician uh, relatives, and unfortunately, the... Um, uh, it, it, it's just gonna, it's just getting worse, and, and I think until we know the how this virus really works to to the to the infinite degree, uh, where I, I don't know where we're, we're still a little bit behind the you know behind the eight ball here. So your your uh, family members that are in Italy. Um... What have they said about this? Because, again, this hit them the hardest next to China before it came to the United States. What warnings were they trying to, trying to give you to tell people, hey, you got to take this seriously? Well, a lot of, the, uh, a lot of them um, told me that uh, they didn't take it seriously, that the government was warning them, the medical community was warning them. 
for the longest time, they were being told that uh, this was just like the flu. Right. Um, and, and you know, it was... It, it, they, they didn't. They didn't take it seriously enough that they they were congregating. They were moving from uh, from place to place, and they just spread it uh, so quickly. Um, we actually had someone that went from Milan to our uh, to my parents' um, hometown, and and we were all upset at the fact that um, she pretty much spread the virus, and she knew she had it, so wow. she spread it down there and uh and she has since passed away um which is which is a you know no one um no life is worth um the this this devastation um but we haven't seen the end of it so how how is their i mean how is their governing government handling it compared to our government who basically has been denying, 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 okay, now we have it, and then saying, okay, everything's going to get better in two weeks. Are they doing the same thing, or is our government just totally preoccupied with the economy and not worried about the the, uh, the medical issue? Well, I, I think um, now I have, uh, my cousin is in the military, and they are just um, beside themselves. She. Um, now she's young, okay. and uh, and she's you know she's telling me that they don't even know where to put the bodies at this point in time. Um, so the problem is that the government didn't know everything that they needed to know, um, and it's a fluid situation uh, across the board. Uh, I don't think our government knows, um, you know, for certain everything that they need to know. If you look at all of the information that's coming across the wire, um, it's there's no I, I and I don't know if you know of any one place, any one source that has all of the correct information right across the board. No, there uh, isn't one right now. Yet. And I and I think that's part of the part of the problem. There is just so much um, erroneous uh, information. And I don't even know if it's done on purpose or not. And honestly, I don't even care. Uh, the The bottom line is that we as a public and humanity, uh, we need to know because if the government, and one of the things that I, I profess is if the government wasn't there, we would have to be taking care of ourselves. Right. Um, and we need to know. So, so if, 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 if ABC is not available and the government can't provide ABC, then at least if I know that I I need, um, you know, X, X or Y, then at least I can figure out a way to do it. And, you know, you look at my pillow, uh, they've retooled to make face masks now. Tito's is making, um, 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 you know, sanitizer. Right. The, the car manufacturers are making uh, they're Ven- making uh, ventilators. Ventilators. So we as a we as a society, Americans, America has always stepped up um, to to help to help the world. And uh, and one of the things that I've always said is, you know, when when there's a fire in California. Uh, the United States, every firefighter in the United States just gets on, gets in their car and goes to California to, right. to battle. The problem is that the fires are raging everywhere. And then and the same thing with hurricanes and when we have ice storms and, and power outages that you see utility workers that just go. And they, they, they feel the need to, to go help because that's what we do. We go help. Absolutely. So... The other thing that I wanted to ask you about while you're on the program tonight is, do you see entertainment changing from performing in front of large crowds to what everybody else is doing right now, doing these individual programs from their living rooms or from their basements or from their driveways to entertain the public? You know, I don't know. Um, At some point, 
things will go back to um, uh, the ability for us as entertainers to have an audience in front of us. Right. Um, I, I find it very, very um, hard to believe that we will, this will be the only way that we will be able to ever, uh, that, that we're going to be stuck in a bubble and we're going to only be able to entertain via this way. Uh, this way, the, entertain, the internet. So now the question is, stands um, at what point will it happen that we can go back? Right. Um, and that remains to be seen. So in the meantime, uh, I know that uh, all of my fellow entertainers, uh, they're doing what they can online, um, and they're retooling, they're redoing, they're, you know, uh, this is the biggest story, the longest groundhog day that we will ever experience. <laughs> I agree. Um, one thing I think is interesting, though, is all of a sudden, um, you have the public realizing how important live entertainment is. Yeah. That all of a sudden, out of the blue, hey, we didn't know you guys were doing this until you're putting it on the internet. Now I can see it. Now, do you think there's going to be a way to, because I, what you guys do is amazing to me, and and I know that you love doing it, but the thing is, you need to get paid to do that. You're still performing. Sure. There has to be a way to monetize it online. So when you do a show that you are getting something in exchange, because a lot of people are going to do what they did with the newspapers years ago and take it for free, and then they're going to disappear. You're absolutely right. And it started, um, and you know, with, with publishing and the writers and royalties, and um, it, it, it started dwindling as, as the writers started le making less and less money Right uh, when CDs were just started to disappear. So now it, the performances, um, it's becoming right now we can't perform uh, on, a, on, a, on a physical basis, but on a virtual basis, they're doing uh, a lot of the entertainers are doing online and they've got uh, virtual tip jars. Uh, they're releasing tunes. Uh, one of the things that I was planning on doing was uh, I've got a couple of recordings that I, I'm planning on releasing. And if somebody wants to purchase, you know, at a right. piece or whatever, whatever it is, you know, that that helps the bottom line for me uh, to um, to do what I have to do. Um, so the key is to just kind of figure out how. We can, you know, we can survive and make money. Uh, and, but at the same time, we have to be cognizant that uh, no one's getting paid. Right. So, you know, we're just, uh, we're all in the same boat. And the, the question becomes, uh, you know, how do we, how do we do this so that uh, it, it works for everybody? Um, a few, uh, before Christmas, I had, um, the Dina Martin, Dean Martin's daughter on my program. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and she's been doing live online performances now that she is inviting right. her audience to do requests and stuff like that. <clears throat> but yeah. I'm wondering if, cause I've noticed Garth Brooks has done it. I've noticed, um, right. a handful of other ones. And I noticed tonight when I was uh, flipping through the TV, TV now before this, there's a commercial that's running on CBS that they're going to have people live from their own homes, performers performing in their basement, Miranda Lambert, Garth Brooks, all these people. Sure. And I'm going, this is really interesting because every time you did any pro production work like this before, you had to be in a studio, you had to do an audience, you had to have a, a full band, whatever it may be. And now you're going to have people just singing karaoke basically to an audience because people are clamoring for entertainment. And one thing we've learned, um, especially after nine 11 is that that's the one way we can unify ourselves and also take our mind off the situation for that brief moment of time. Absolutely. Uh, people need to be able to forget, um, the, the pandemic. I mean, if you stand in, in, um, in, in this craziness, for too long, you're just not going to be, you know, you're going to be 
in in a level of fear, uh, and that fight or flight is just going to take over. Yeah. So what are you doing right now to keep your days uh, filled? Because I know that if you were just worried about the work that you're missing out on, you'd go crazy. Um, one of the things that we're doing, uh, uh, I've got a uh, one of my business partners, Karen Kelly, who is a uh, licensed psychotherapist. Uh, we've been working since the 90s with uh, relaxation programs, meditation, and uh, self-help programs. So I've been in, in that uh, realm, and we've been having um, Zoom programs uh, with uh, one-on-one sort of chats trying to help people through uh, the, these uh, these situations as well. Um, I, I'm writing material and, pro, um, and sending it in for... Um, like I just sent in some some material children's programs for children's TV. Oh, really? Hoping that um, yeah, so hoping that uh, I'll get you know I'll get some placements out of it um, and end up with some publishing. Um, I had presented some tunes for instrumentals for some uh, programs. So my writing, I'm doing that as well. Um, and then early in the morning, I usually get up uh, and I do some gardening just to clear my head and to start, uh, start the day. Um, what you said that the, th- the therapy that you're doing and I caught, um, one of them briefly today, um, with, uh, with, with Karen, um, how did you get started with, with this, um, when you started doing this years ago? Well, I, um, I, I've, always been a fan and understanding and I studied um, with regards to frequencies and how music actually affects the, uh, the human mind or the body um, the energy um, of the uh, you know of people um, and and I started to implement that um, with the writing with the relaxation programs and I was able to write the programs to elicit, uh, delta waves and to utilize delta waves, beta waves, betas. You know, I understand all of that in different frequencies. Uh, the bi, you know, the bi, um, binormal, um, uh, binaural um, frequencies, and and all of that we've implemented to help people. Um, so it's it's just blossomed from there, uh, trying to help and utilizing my skills uh, musically. Uh, to help as well. I, I, I look at your, and when I reached out to you, uh, I guess it was the end of last week about doing this, you've been posting some stuff on your Facebook feed about that. Some of it's humorous, some of it's serious. And sure. it's really interesting to look where you're coming from. And I think everybody's Facebook or Twitter feed right now is looking the same way because one moment you have accepted what's going on. The next moment you're stressed out about it. Then the, the other moment you're joking about it, whatever it may be. How are you able to keep everything in perspective? I mean, I know you mentioned the gardening. I know you mentioned the, uh, the, the trying to, trying to keep your mindset and talking to Karen and stuff like that. But what else are you doing? Well, I, I, I've resounded to the fact for me that, that whatever's going to happen, um, it, you know, it, we don't have any, any control over it right now. Okay. And for me to stress, uh, to stress out, um, one of the biggest components that, that this virus attacks is our immune system. And one of the, 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 the biggest aspects uh, that depletes our immune system is stress. So, um, you know, in my, in my training throughout the years, um, I've learned that there is not, you know, for me to worry about um, where the mortgage is going to come from is going to create an enormous amount of stress. And it's not, I, the, by worrying about it, I'm, it's not going to put the mortgage out there, right? Um, and um, and by not worrying about it, I, at least I I reduce the stress 
and I reduce the ability for the virus to, to take hold. Now, that's an easy thing to say, but I'll tell you, it is a very, very difficult thing, uh, especially being uh, inundated with Facebook and yes. news every single moment of the day yeah. uh, and not getting, getting uh, completely overtaken by the, you know, the, the, the emotions of it. One of the posts you put up last week, which I thought was, I, and I had to read it three times to understand it. And then I got where you were coming from. And it says, all my shows were not really canceled. I was socially distanced from my audience. I'm still singing. And I'm going, okay, I get it now. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. It, it's like, they were canceled. I'm just singing. It may not be in front of the same audience, but I'm still doing it. Um, Absolutely. So. That's the thing I'm wondering about, because you said you're retooling. What are you doing to retool? Are you looking at a new structure for the show? Are you looking at at, at, at uh, uh, more stand-up in the show, more impersonations? What are you looking at doing differently, or are you going to keep it the same and refine it? No, I'm actually uh, learning new mute, uh, new material, Okay, um, and, um, and I'm taking a look at where the possibility of uh, where... We, where we may be mentally as a society um, and what, what the best course of action, what people are going to be looking for um, a year from now. And when, and, and when are you going to, I mean, I know we have to get through this wave. I get that. I understand it. Something has to get back to more normal. But when is it not too soon to start making fun of it? Because a lot of people right now, that's the only way they're dealing with it is with humor for the yeah. most part. And I know when you have a large audience full of people who may have had loved right. ones get sick or die and everything like that, are you going to be able to touch that? I mean, or, or do you have to stay away from it for a long period of time? I think it's going to be a... Um, uh... Uh, it, it's going to be something uh, up to the individual. Okay. Uh, the comedian um, that is used to making uh, parodies of, about these situations, um, you know, may just do something and uh, make fun of it and, and just say, oh, well, too, too soon. Um, but for me, I, I don't think I'm, uh, I don't think I would, um, um, you know, I don't really do I don't do any political humor. Right. Um, and um, this would not be something that I would uh, add into the um, into the fold at this point in time. I think this situation, other than being through a a war or something like this, this is the only thing that this country has actually gone through together. And not just right. certain parts of the country, like 9-11. I mean, everybody is dealing with this. And I think that's something that we're not familiar with. Now, if you were in World War II and you were Italy or you were uh, uh, the UK or wherever, you dealt with this as a community. In the United States, we weren't touched by it other than loved ones going over there and fighting. But now, this is the battleground. This is what we're dealing with. And this is something that we're not used to because we're all dealing with it in our own way. You're absolutely right. And I had a discussion with a group of, um, um, I think there were between uh, 22 to 29, uh, 30. And I said, uh, this is going to be your Vietnam. This yes. is going to be your war. Yeah. Um, and uh, basically, um, because of the fact that this virus um, is not affecting um, our youth, the majority of our youth, as of yet, um, in a in a devastated um, method, um, that I think there's going to be at some point, and this is just my opinion, and, and you know, um, because they are not uh, as affected at this point, they may be our. Um, you know, our saviors, and, and they may be our front line of people that go back to work uh, that are called in to take care of uh, opening stores and, yes. and, um, and to triage and whatever else is needed. So, you know, they're about to, uh, they, they may be about to 
experience uh, basic training uh, or being thrown at the war. Um, and I, I can I, I can really see that too. I didn't think of that before, but I think you're exactly right. You're listening to Online with Bill Alexander here on WMCK.FM McKeesport and also at WLDJ 101 107.5 FM Newcastle and also at iTalknet.com. On the phone line right now, we're talking to entertainer Tony Pace on the phone, and uh, we've been talking about what he's dealing with through uh, the whole situation with the COVID nineteen. Um, virus and also um, his performing schedule that he actually performed since the beginning of March. It's been like I said, uh, 17, 15, 16 days, actually no 11 days. You said the last time you were on the boat was on the, uh, on the 7th of March. I can do the math. Don't worry. It's, it's been a long day, but I can do, (laughs) I can do the math. But um, I, I just think it's interesting because the young, as you said, the younger generation, the, the, I don't want to call it the X, the the uh, Z's or the millennials or whatever it is, right. are going to step up because in a lot of situations the Z's have got such a bad rap recently because we were seeing all these these video and these news storage about these kids on the beaches in Florida and spring break right. because you know this hit at the most inconvenient time it happened during spring break. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and unfortunately, um, had we known um, or had the belief um, been there that they, there was a, a better understanding of how serious this was, or they took it serious, um, then, um, then it would have been a, a whole different dynamic. I mean, even the governor, of, I think it was the governor of Florida, yes. uh, was, was saying, you know, uh, there are no flights that are coming from China or anywhere in the in, in, in Europe, or but there are twenty flights coming in from New York. Right? Why? So these are the things that are falling through the cracks uh, that have to be adjusted. Well, that and, was the uh, other thing I didn't understand is because last week when everything started to get real, you still had right. airline travel across the country. I mean, yes, there was a lot of flights canceled. But you still had right. travel going back and forth, and I'm going, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense. Because if I'm right. in New York City and I don't want to be there, I can get an air flight for $74 and go to California. That still doesn't make any sense, because there's nowhere to say, right. because all the hotels are closed, but people were going. And I think that's that's the biggest problem, is we're in a, we're in a world, um, and I think I... I um, uh, posted something to the effect that, uh, you know, it seems like no matter what anyone does, it's either too late or a little too too much, too late, or or too soon or too late, whatever. Right, it was. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, and and I don't think, and, and I don't care what what side of the fence you're on or, or what it, you know what you believe in, um, but we can't as a, as a hum, as humanity. Um, be uh, be trying to grab at the ball and taking it home and not want to play. Right. We've got to work together, and um, you know, I'm not I'm not talking in a utopian uh, manner, but what I'm talking about is uh, when when uh, when something is offered, um, there is there is a constant. Um, I, I'm trying to stay away from the political aspect. Okay, but I just, I, I just really would love to see more work uh, together. Um, you know, if, if, for example, and and I'll just, I'll just make one, one example. Okay. Um, it, the, the ventilators. Um, uh, Cuomo had mentioned that um, he got, I don't even know how many ventilators from from the federal government, uh, 20,000 or 2,000 or, you know, whatever. It was a small number, but yeah. It was a small amount, correct. But, you know, once upon a time, and I remember the days where um, if I need $100,000, and I've been involved in fundraising for forever and ever. Yeah. So when somebody when somebody hands me a check for if my goal is a hundred thousand dollars, 
and somebody hands me a check for $10,000, my comment to that person is, oh, my God, thank you so very, very much. Right. Um, and we need to, you know, we're on the way to the $100,000 mark. My comment to him is not, is this all you're going to give me? Right. And and that's where we are right now as in humanity. Um, and I don't know when we lost it. I don't know why we lost it. Um, and uh, and I really would would really wish to see getting it back. Um, you know, it this is for for our health. This is for our humanity. This is for us. Um, and to me, just start ar- stop arguing and then stop playing like little children and 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 get it done. Be adults. Yeah, that. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's easier said than done. Now, where I'm located at, which I'm south of the city of Pittsburgh, um, we've noticed a lot of the communities coming together. And since Pittsburgh is a large, is a uh, a big uh, medical city with the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center and Allegheny um, Allegheny, uh, Hospitals, that the people that have gone out and even restaurants that, that they're closed their doors, they're making food for people and they're delivering it to the hospitals and they're just thanking them. And we've noticed now that people that are shut-ins that one thing that we're seeing is, is if you don't eat, just let us know who it is and we will deliver food for them at no cost. Our, our schools who have been closed for the last two, two and a half or a week and a half now, um, the schools are still preparing school lunches for these kids for them to be able to pick up. Now, they can't eat them on site, but they take them home or take them and eat them in their car. So we're noticing this stepping up on a local and regional level. It just seems like the national level, it's all this bickering and squabbling back and forth. But that's where, you know, Bill, that's where we need to be. And I think that is one of the lessons that we're about to get is we came from, uh, once upon a time, we came from a, a tribe. We were tribal people. We had a tribe of 100. We had 100 people in our tribe, and right. when it got too big, it split off and went to, uh, and, and it created another tribe and went somewhere else. Right. Um, your, your lifestyle, everyone was sustainable in that tribe, and when something went wrong, it was able to be fixed because it was looked at right within the tribe. We've and now, to my estimation, we need to go back to that mentality because the set, the the governors um, have all of these companies around within their states, um, and they will need to um, look look inward to the people in, in in their state and the people in this state we will come to their aid yeah. one way or another we'll come to their aid uh, one thing that I've noticed interesting too and I mentioned at the beginning about entertainers are being more appreciated the other um, uh, occupation that has been beat down upon for years are teachers Talk. and all of a sudden with the last two weeks, you're hearing all these yeah. things that these teachers are doing, and now parents are realizing how difficult it is because they have to homeschool. <laughs> and I'm going, hey, maybe this was a smart thing to happen. I mean, not that I want anybody to get sick or pass away, no. but now we're appreciating these people that we thought that we just took for granted. And I think I think that's part of this, too, that when we get out of this together— we're going to start looking things a lot differently because as I told someone the other night, which I think is hilarious, everybody was so worried about professional sports. They're Absolutely. gone. And we're still going on. The, 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 the sun still comes up. It still sets and there's no sports. The ones I feel sorry for is ESPN and all these sports channels that are going back into the archives and playing programs that are 30 years older, playing t- tiddlywink championships because they have nothing to air. Right. But when, but when it really comes down to is now we're in a situation where we, as you say, we, we're starting to see where we, never mind starting to see, we are seeing what is important. Yes. Truck drivers. Yes. Um, farmers. Um, you know, the, uh, the teachers, 
that are they're getting online and they're having one-on-one they're doing things with their students they're trying to keep them motivated Um, they're stepping up and and you know to be fair also i mean you've got you've got um uh, some of these pro pro balls that the ball players that are um donating and they're trying to help as well um you have um James Taylor that just donated a million dollars to Brigham and Women to Boston. Oh, I didn't realize uh, that. To help. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Bruno Mars just uh, uh, donated a million dollars to MGM to help. It, again, I, I I still see it. I have a couple of friends that who are um, one is an editor, a, a retired editorial cartoonist, another one is a, a comic book drawer, and they're actually doing holding classes online, art classes yep, class, yeah. to show kids how to draw. And the one friend of mine who who's doing this, he started posting up some of these arts that these uh, six, seven, eighth graders or six, seventh, and eight eight year olds are doing, and I'm going. This is this is amazing because probably they weren't getting it in school because of the way education has shifted so far to a test that now they have the art. That's why I'm wondering if we're going to start noticing more music in the schools now because parents are telling the are, are showing these kids this is what's available and I'm surprised there hasn't been performers out there looking at trying to do some type of basic lesson with young kids. Well, they are. Um, I, I have um, I, actually. I spoke with a, a friend of mine who's a pianist. Okay. And he said that he has got more students now uh, than before, and they're being a part of it. I made a joke um, weeks and weeks ago, saying that uh, nine months from now, um, we will have um, we will have a new generation born uh, January and <laughs> January. Yeah. And, uh, and we will have, uh, and they will be musicians. Yeah. <laughs> and you're, and you're probably and right. Musicians. And there's nothing wrong with that either. It's about time because no, we've, not at all. we, we have, we have, we have forced that so far out of our culture because as I said earlier, People didn't think it was important until now they're in this situation. They didn't realize how important, entertainment was especially music entertainment because yes it is the background noise for the most part but whenever you're dealing with something that may be stressful or something you can't handle you always or you usually turn into turn turn the radio on or listen to your computer whatever it is and you're listening to music to take your mind off the situation at hand exactly exactly and it, and it's a wonderful thing with the fact that all of the musicians. Um, I don't know one one of my friends who isn't out there doing uh, live and uh, on requests and, and right. doing their thing, um, and and giving their fans um, a nightly thing. Some of them are doing nightly thing. Uh, the one thing that I wish would um, I know. One of my friends has been doing like a Facebook thing. And because he's using uh, karaoke tracks, uh, they pulled all of his stuff off. But, you know, uh, logistics are logistics. And and if that's the worst of it, then that we're, you know, we're we're not doing too bad. That's the the one thing I was going to ask you about, because if you do this, um, how do you have to procure the rights to be able to do this online, or are you hoping that you can get under the wire long enough that people can watch it before they pull it? No, if I if I sit here with um, and you'll notice a lot of them, um, if if you if I sit in front of a piano or a guitar and have okay. my guitar and I just sing tunes, uh-huh. whatever I'm singing is a live performance. So okay. that is is okay okay um it's if i'm using somebody else's backtracks or whatever then you're dealing with the master master licensing gotcha because uh, one thing i've noticed a lot of performers that i've interviewed over the years i've never been able to see other than what they've pre-recorded that's that's online or i'm able to access and now right. the, i can actually see them perform live and I'm going. This is kind yeah, of cool. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm benefiting from this because, like you, I'm not going to go on a cruise ship to see you perform because 
I don't want to get on a boat, to be honest with you. But well, I'd love, I get it. I get I'd, it. I'd love to see your perform. Yeah. I'd love to see you do that. Now, I, when you do it, I can see it in person. Absolutely, and 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 it's branching out. It's not only uh, entertainers and performers and comedians, but it's also our educational department. Yes, you've got Yale, Harvard, you've got uh, the Ivy League. You can go to their websites, and they've got uh, courses that you can take their courses, their online courses, for free. Yeah, I, I, I was looking into that on Monday <laughs> when I realized yeah, I had it, some free, free time on my hands. Yeah, exactly. The only thing uh, I'm, I'm worried about... Some... Uh, the only thing I'm worried about on that is if I fail the test, will they kick me out of the class, it's, especially if it's free? <laughs> I'm worried about I'm, that. I'm, I'm not even going to take the test. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm not going to take the test. But again, I think... You know the one... Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I, the, the one thing uh, on a on a on a truly serious note, uh, the one thing that I'm afraid of most of all is, and I've got uh, a, a friend of mine, a bandmate, who has now uh, lost a friend of his. Oh wow! And you know, so it's it's starting to get, um, you know, we're starting to see loved ones and people that we know yes. uh, that are being affected. And, and what he's noticing is that uh, the person that, that passed away didn't believe that it was serious. Yes. And, and now uh, the people around him are using it as a, uh, well, see, he, he deserves it type of a thing. And that's the wrong direction to go. No one deserves to die from something like this. Absolutely I not. Mean, I can't imagine anybody even thinking that. I know uh, I saw the news this evening that in New York City, the bodies are piling up so bad because you can't have funeral services, is that they have brought in a refrigerator truck that they would carry cattle or beef on, and they were laying the bodies in there until they can actually deal with it. When I heard that and I realized what they were doing, I'm going, this is more serious than we ever thought it was going to get. Absolutely, and that's what what I tried to get across uh, for... For a good month and a half uh, to people that I would talk to, and unfortunately, almost everyone I talked to um, said I was um, ah you're 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 an alarmist you, right. you know it it and um, and unfortunately you know uh, nobody no one was taking it seriously um, and I and I get it I understand. Um, because all the information that was out there, um, it, there was no real, it was somewhere else. Right. It wasn't here. Exactly. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you, cause I noticed that, and I wasn't, my son brought this to my attention this evening about in Spain, in the nursing homes, they're not even removing the bodies because they can't go in. No. They're just leaving them right. in the beds. Right. And I mean, that's going to be a situation that they're not going to yeah. deal with. I mean, it's not going to end up pretty. And I'm wondering, are they dealing the same way in Italy with that situation? Well, um, they they were taking, my niece was taking bodies out. Um, the problem was that um, it was the military. It has been the military that was taking the bodies. Okay. Uh, and I'm sure there's other, um, uh, There, it's not just the military. I can only speak to what I'm you know, from my niece's um, viewpoint, but she said that they were just taking, they were taking uh, bodies out and uh, they were not sure where in the world to put them so that they're just being stored. I, I, again, it just, it just is mind boggling to uh, try, try to figure out how they're going to deal with this. So you mentioned that you're looking at doing something online. Do you have a a possible target date of when you're going to do that? Um, I haven't, uh, <laughs> um, I, the, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. <laughs> okay. Um, my problem, no, the reason, the reason being is, um, in actual fact, I'm in Florida right now because my mom, um, instead of going back to my home in Maryland, um, we decided, my wife and I decided that, um, we were better suited to be here to take care of my mom. And um, it, she would have been by herself. And right. That just would not have worked out. So we sort of hunkered down here in Florida 
and I have no gear. I have no instruments. Um, so it's a little <laughs> difficult. I'm trying, you know, I, I asked my son to, uh, to ship me out, um, ship me out some material, some, you know, uh, send me my guitar or send me, you know, ship me out some stuff, microphones. Right. And he said, dad, I'm sorry, but, um, you know, um, I don't know, um, if anybody here has it at this point in time, and I don't want to take the chance of shipping you something and, and shipping, shipping the virus as well. Right. So like, which I makes sense, which makes a lot of sense. So are Absolutely. you are you looking at sticking sticking it out in Florida with your mother? Or are you looking at bringing her back to Maryland? Um, you know what I'm I'm taking it day by day, and at this point in time, depending on how serious things get okay. here, um, it, it's going to be a sort of a fluid situation of trying to make a, de- a decision of um, what direction to go in. What what part of Maryland are you based out of? Ocean City. Ocean City. Okay, i I knew it was somewhere around that area, but I just didn't remember when the last time we talked. Um, yeah, no. So, so I didn't realize you were that far away from home because, again, that has to be a little bit unnerving for you too. That you're not in your your comfort spot, but you're actually in someone else's home trying to help them out. Yes, and it's also um, I've got two children that are up there, and you know. It's always what happens, uh, and God forbid. And yes. What am I going to do? Right, right. Um, just tell everybody to avoid everybody and and wash their hands like they're telling the rest of us. So, which and is... that's what they're doing. They they've quarantined themselves uh, from the very the very beginning. So, uh, at least uh, at least they've taken it serious. That's uh, seriously. So. Um... With us talking, it's hard to believe we've almost been doing this for an hour now. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> time flies when you're having fun, right? Um, but it's very informative to hear it from you because, like I said earlier, I've been talking to other people from different perspectives. I spoke to a, um, a young lady who's 31 years old who's an actually equity stage manager in New York City, and she works off-Broadway. And she just got finished with a performance. Her next job was canceled. And how she's right. dealing with it. I've talked to a therapist. I talked to a journalist. Um, I've talked to multiple therapists, and now I'm talking to you. And again, it just goes back to hear the different perspectives. But one thing that that the the tying thread through everything is we're all in this together, and we're Absolutely. all dealing with the same circumstances. Even though we may be in different locations, we all have an idea of what you're dealing with because we're all dealing with it in some way, shape, or form. Absolutely, and and part of the um, problem that we're dealing with is is a fear, yeah. uh, and we're dealing with basically two types of fear, or more than, but but it's a we've got a neurotic fear that's happening, and the neurotic fear is the hoarding of the toilet paper, yes, um, and the unfounded that unfounded aspect, and then there's the rational fear. Which is which to me is a legitimate washing your hands. I'm afraid, so I wash my hands. Um, I, you know, I, I stay six feet away from people. You know, that's a rational fear to me. Um, but uh, you know, part of the part of the thing that I, you know, I'm afraid of is the these the neurotic fear uh, is a little bit uh, unnerving. Uh, again, I just hope this ends sooner um, than later. However, we're hearing different numbers and different uh, stories depending on what part of the country in because I guess Louisiana is getting hit really hard. Oh, my God, yes. Which, again, they had Mardi Gras. No one told them not to do it because they didn't think it was going to affect them. And then all of a sudden, 14 days later, look what's going on. I mean, it's just just that communication was not our best, uh, was not our strong point in this situation, because you would assume that they would have done, at least the CDC would have given warnings, do not meet in large groups, please stay away from each other, whatever you can do to eliminate or to to lessen contact, but unfortunately that didn't happen, so. Yeah. But... Well, the the beauty of uh, the shining star is the fact that everybody's coming together. Yes, uh, that uh, the music industry, the the uh, the entertainment industry is providing 
their heart and is putting their heart and soul out on the internet and everywhere else that they can uh, to bring a smile to everybody's face. Um, these um, truck drivers are delivering and making things happen um, at, at um, you know an incredible yeah. pace. And uh, and the worst, you know, the, the 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 angels of today and tomorrow are our doctors, nurses, and our uh, first responders yes. that are putting themselves in harm's way without proper attire. supplies. Yeah, yeah. Again, and then going back to that, even going back to the the, the guys that are working grocery store jobs and stocking shelves Absolutely. and checking people out, we never thought that those would be the people that would be the ones that are the saving grace in this whole situation. I'm thankful they're there, but I never Absolutely. thought that it was going to be in a situation like this. Well, Tony, and I am... You, yeah. you know what? Before, just last but not least, um, your part of the saver... Uh, what you're doing and bringing all of us to everyone um, is one of the most incredible uh, and selfless things. And I, for one, uh, am appreciative of it. Thank well, you. Well, Tony, thank you very much. I wish you the best. Um, I hope everything it works well with your mother. And, um, I'm, again, we've been talking for uh, 55 minutes. Hard to believe. Time flies when you're oh, having God. fun. But uh, please keep me posted on what, what you're up to and what's going on. And if I can have you back on again uh, sometime in the next few weeks, we can continue talking about this situation and what you're dealing with and how uh, and some of your insight of what we can do to, bet it, to make it better for each other and ourselves. So, Tony, thank you very much. I really appreciate you joining me this evening. My pleasure. God love you. Hey, you have a great night, and uh, good luck to you, and we'll talk to you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Tony Pace here online with yours truly, Bill Alexander, here on WMCK.FM, also at WLDJ 107.5 FM Newcastle and at italknet.com. We're going to step away for a brief moment, and then we'll come back to some final remarks here online with yours truly, Bill Alexander. If you've ever been a renter, you know it's stressful to find a place with everything you love and nothing you don't. But did you know Zillow does rentals? It makes the search so easy. They have filters for pretty much everything, so you can find that place that's in your budget, but also isn't a shoebox. Or a place that's close to your parents, but far enough they have to call first. Plus, it's easy to apply, request tours, and pay rent in the app. Head to ZillowRentals.com and find your sweet spot. If you've been a renter, you know it's stressful to find the perfect place. But Zillow Rentals make it easy. They have filters for pretty much everything, so you can find a rental that's big enough for entertaining your friends, but small enough they won't crash all weekend. Find your sweet spot on ZillowRentals.com. Hey kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for the mom is truly transparent. to be perfect to be a perfect parent thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are for more information on how you can adopt visit adoptuskids.org pa a public service announcement from the u.s department of health and human services adopt us kids and the ad council and we're back here online with yours truly bill alexander hope everything's uh, going fine for you as we wrap up another hootenanny for tonight and hopefully you enjoyed the phone call and conversation with Mr. Tony Pace. Enjoyed it. And uh, hopefully we can have Tony back on here in the near future talking more about what's going on. Next week, we're going to take a, a lighter spin to the whole situation. And on Tuesday night, I'm looking so forward to this that Greg and Donnie are going to be on my program next week. Uh, it is a, 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 a web program that was done about five years ago. It was based in Johnstown, Pennsylvania. And Greg and Donnie, if you know Pittsburghese, trust me, this is real Pittsburghese. And it's going to be so much fun to talk to them 
uh, next week. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully it uh, lightens the mood a little bit. But anyhow, hey, thank you very much for listening to tonight's program. We'll be back on next time here online with Bill Alexander here on WMCK.FM, McKeesport, and WLDJ 107.5 FM, Newcastle. And don't forget to check us out at italknet.com. I'm Bill Alexander. I am out of here. You have a good one. We'll talk to you next time. If you've ever been a renter, you know it's stressful to find a place with everything you love and nothing you don't. But did you know Zillow does rentals? It makes the search so easy. They have filters for pretty much everything, so you can find that place that's in your budget, but also isn't a shoebox. Or a place that's close to your parents, but far enough they have to call first. Plus, it's easy to apply, request tours, and pay rent in the app. Head to ZillowRentals.com and find your sweet spot. If you've ever been a renter... You know it's stressful to find a place with everything you love and nothing you don't. But did you know Zillow does rentals? It makes the search so easy. They have filters for pretty much everything, so you can find that place that's in your budget, but also isn't a shoebox. Or a place that's close to your parents, but far enough they have to call first. Plus, it's easy to apply, request tours, and pay rent in the app. Head to ZillowRentals.com and find your sweet spot. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.